want to start with this in this hour. Never happened before in the history of our country. The House Speaker ousted by his own. Nay. Clyburn. Yay. Yay. Gates. Yes. Yay. There he is. That motion would carry Congressman Patrick McHenry. Now the Speaker pro temp ending the session with an emphatic gavel bang. Chair declares the House in recess subject to the call of the chair. And he banged that gavel. Why did it happen? And what happens next? ABC News national correspondent Stephen Portnoy is live with us from Washington this morning and has all the answers, Stephen. Uh, sure. All, all of the answers. Yeah. Uh, why did it happen? Look, uh, Matt Gates and seven other Republicans felt that uh, Kevin McCarthy broke his promises to, uh, you know, deliver results that they had had him promise that he would deliver in order to get the gavel in the first place in January. And uh, what you hear Matt Gates talk about is this idea of a return to the t- 12 appropriations bills that are supposed to be passed under the congressional budget framework of, of the last 50 years, which over the last 50 years has only very rarely been um, followed. And so uh, and not, not only that, but also the idea that Kevin McCarthy was willing to work with Democrats to avoid a, a default, avoid a shutdown, uh, and uh, expressed support for funding Ukraine. And now the question is, how does the House of Representatives function? Uh, The House is now decamped. The Republicans are going to have to weigh uh, who to nominate. Uh, The hope is that that person can become a consensus choice and actually achieve the gavel on just a single ballot. But, you know, until or unless the rules are changed, which allow for an individual member to bring forward a motion to declare the office of speaker vacant, as we saw for the first time succeeding yesterday, uh, this uh, anvil is going to be hanging over the head of whoever is ultimately selected as speaker. And, um, uh, you know, what was really interesting is the extent to which Democrats facilitated all this. They determined that they didn't have any love for McCarthy either, that they didn't owe him any allegiance, that it might actually be to the political interest of Democrats to allow the Republicans to flatten the breeze for a bit. And uh, really, the the, the, um, sort of unfortunate, most unfortunate aspect of this, if you look at it from an institutional standpoint and sort of a a constitutional standpoint, is the fact that uh, right now there's paralysis in the Congress, and it's an unwelcome distraction for everyone. Uh, The uh, people's business is not going to be conducted, and the idea that uh, Gates and his fellow travelers want to see 12 individual appropriations bills passed for ultimately uh, to have them reconciled and uh, worked out with the Senate in conference, there's just simply less time to do that because of this leadership crisis that's now unfolding in real time. I wondered about that too, Stephen. You know, you talked about uh, Kevin McCarthy and how he broke promises. That's what what they feel like, Cong- or Gates and these others. Is it even possible to find someone who wouldn't break a promise or two? Um, not to the extent that uh, I think at the end of the day, if if you hope to achieve the results that include funding the government agencies. And, and funding Ukraine, which is something that uh, McCarthy has, has expressed interest in. Uh, and I imagine that other Republican leaders will join with Senate Republican leaders in seeking to do the same. Uh, in order to achieve those ends, you have to work with the Democrats who control the Senate and the Democrat at the White House who signs the bill. The Constitution only compli- uh, contemplates two uh, potential roads here. And one is when the people decide that there ought to be an outright majority in one direction or another, and they haven't. The people have chosen divided government. The other option in the Constitution is for compromise to be reached. And Matt Gates is not interested, it seems, in compromise. 
So the result then is uh, inaction. And, uh, you know, what we have now is a leadership crisis, which we've never seen quite to this extent before. There have been a number of instances over the course of the country's history where uh, things have been tense, where, uh, you know, obviously in the middle of the 19th century, uh, clearest example, but, you know, 1910, there was a resurgent, uh, insurgent uh, rebellion amongst Republicans to try to oust uh, the then Speaker Joe Cannon, who now has a building named after him. Uh, he, he prevailed. He survived. Uh, the accusation against him was he was ru- running the House with an iron fist. Well, he agreed to rules reforms. So how will, in our current polarized political environment, where the incentives are for some of these rebels to fundraise and make them a name for themselves, and they're able to do it, uh, how will the country and the Congress get back on track as contemplated by the Constitution, which is to move in a productive cooperative fashion. Talking with ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy. I wanted to get one more in here, Stephen, before we had to let you go, and and that is, do you see Democrats playing a role in the selection of this next speaker? I mean, careful what you wish for, you might just get it. Yes, Kevin McCarthy was, as far as the Democrats were concerned, not to be trusted, but he did at least work with them on some things. You know, who are they going to get, and will they participate in this and try to crown someone that maybe is popular with moderates? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's likely. I, I would have guessed it was more likely that Democrats would have worked to uh, steer clear of uh, the ouster of the speaker. Um, they, they had that option. They could have uh, voted present or not voted at all. And they didn't do that. They helped the insurgent Republicans oust McCarthy. The idea that they would somehow be a part of the future choice for Republicans, I think, is, is unlikely. But anything can happen. Indeed. And anything just to happen. First time ever, as (laughs) As you mentioned. Right. Thank you, Stephen. Really appreciate the update. That's Stephen Portnoy, ABC News national correspondent from Washington this morning. (laughs) I love he said anything can happen. Yeah, just did. Right. Mm -hmm. And and now we have uh, a week or so right before any actual movement. That's the other thing. They're in recess. Yeah. Not not due back next week. When do we start saying the clock is ticking again? When? And as Stephen suggested, the the legislative rules, there's some business that can take place, but let no legislation can pass the House without a speaker. So they got to get this fixed first and then move on from there. It is 820 on Wisconsin's Morning News.